0: For all of us out there with bipolar disorder, it is so crucial for us to develop a code for being an authentic self. I recently finished the memoir *Clown and I: Writing the Wilding Spirit*, a bipolar memoir by Ryan Heffernan, and it was such a telling book, uh, informative, enjoyable. Uh, provocative and um, I, I got a lot out of it and it has really helped, helped me so much in my recovery from bipolar disorder which I have been undergoing for the past uh, 18 months I guess um, a lot of it is validating but I, I learned a lot from it and I, I highly recommend that book Clown and I by Ryan Heffernan Heffernan says, for me, the only rule is there are no rules. There are only codes. Every authentic person must have a code, and it has to be our own code. He says, this is mine. Identify and fixate on your dreams. End any cycle, family violence, abuse, self-destruction, addiction, no matter what it takes. Use what you know to help others. Remove yourself from toxic people. Don't willingly lie to yourself, or you'll walk through life with a blindfold. Always examine yourself, your behaviors, your choices, and why. Always be true to who you are, forever and always. Never stop dreaming. That was Ryan Heffernan in his memoir, Clown and I and wow, you know, there are so many passages in this book that I just, I stopped, I mean, I saved a lot of them on my Evernote, which I keep all my notes on, and, but just made me stop and think, and, and reflect, and just get deep into thought about my life, and my experiences, my past, and my present, and what I want my future to be, and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a it's a very very good book. I highly recommend it. You know, since I was a little boy, I've always known right from wrong, except for when I've been in the midst of a lengthy run on drugs or when I when I've gotten manic. Because I am I am a recovering addict. I I've been clean for about eighteen months, no street drugs at all. You know, but. When, when I'm manic or when I'm high, ru- rules do exist, but they are the ones that I, that I only decide govern me and everyone in my path. They are never sensible rules or rules based on reality. They are rules that I lay down when things become too difficult to manage, such as depression or pure, unadulterated elation, such as mania, or in, in that case, mania, reigns. Yeah, so I'm in recovery from my mental illness. I mean, it's still something that I have to work on every single damn day. Uh, and also, you know, the, the, the addictions that I've, I've had over the course of uh, a couple dozen years. Uh, but I am still an addict, even though I am in recovery. I am still bipolar, even though I'm doing much better. I will always be both. But what I've learned from my years long journey with both impediments has enabled me to better cope with the swings and shortcomings in my life. I take preventative measures to help avoid unmanageable mood swings. I practice self care every day. I have learned to accept my limitations and I am always vigilant about safeguarding my mental health. Well, like Heffernan said, I too have developed I too have developed a personal code. I have identified dreams that promote good moods and good days for me. I've also learned to scale back my dreams. They can't be cinematic experience where I'm merely sitting and observing and hoping and wishing. Instead, they must be dreams, however small, that I can attain with hard work, consistency, honesty, and 100% effort. You know, in in the course of my addiction, uh, none of those things happened. I was I was never honest. I was never consistent. Hard work? Are you freaking kidding me? I had no work and 100% effort. Maybe. Two percent effort. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm sure that's true. You know, for every addict, you know, it just your your life is just lost to you. Your your brain and your heart, and to those around you. I mean, they can they can see the difference uh, that those addictions have on you and and on them because it affects relationships and friendships and being a father or a mother or a grandmother or a grandfather. I have worked diligently to end my cycles of addiction and out of control, unmanageable mood swings. I've become honest with myself every day and with everything that I do, It, but it didn't happen overnight. I have tried several times in the past to write my po- bipolar ship, and it, it never happened. I mean, whether or not it was not taking my meds or or the drugs or... The people I was hanging out with, or the big dreams that I had, because my brain, my head would get so big with all these plans and endeavors and things I was going to do, uh, and and the and the psych ward stays that I had, you know, more than a dozen because I wasn't managing my mental health at all. I mean, I tried, I guess, maybe like two percent or or none, but I just. You know, I I wasn't taking good care of myself, and I wasn't being a good father, and and rarely was I being a good son or brother. Um, but I've been consistent in doing things differently this time. It has helped keep my mood stability much more positive and predictable. And and the biggest goal after you know the self care and and Taking care of myself is to help others with what I've learned. And you know, that's what Ryan Heffernan says in his memoir. Absolutely, you know, helping others and, and his book and what he's doing on Twitter, and he's also planning to do a podcast, or I think he's in the midst of doing a podcast. He's helping other people with the illness or their loved ones or caregivers. And it's the reason that he and I, and and Diane Harwood also, an incredible author, she wrote a book called Birth of a New Brain, which is right up there with one of the best books I have read about bipolar disorder, and her experiences, and what she's learned, and what she's doing to try to help other people, and that book also helped me so much, and she is such a sweet, kind person. I've been in touch with her uh, via email and messages, and, you know, it's it's been a nice uh, friendship for me, and I hope for her, too. You know, but this, what, I, what I'm learning and what I'm trying to pass on is what I spend the majority of my time doing on the app Huddles Bipolar Group and on Instagram with my Recovering Addict and Bipolar followers. Several people I've met in the past few years going through similar problems that I went through or am still going through, I do believe I provided some relief, some knowledge, some hope, but I have learned so much in the past year and a half, and I just, I want that to continue. I want to help more people, a lot more people, and continue to be this authentic self I also stay informed and current with news and stories about bipolar disorder and addiction through the uh, Google Alerts uh, alert. Oh, yes, the Google Alerts uh, you get. You can set them up in uh, Gmail, and uh, so every day or every week or every month, whatever you would choose, you get a list of all the the sites, the websites, and articles that are related to. The topic that you choose And every day I read what's, what, are, what the latest news is With bipolar disorder And with uh, addiction recovery I have benefited greatly By removing toxic people From my life once all the friends I had Have used me up and left I bet you hang around I bet you'll hang around a while Uh, That was uh, Connor Oberst uh, singing Barbary Coast later one of my favorite songs that he has written and um, yeah, I... You know, the wrong people when you're around them especially if they're in the midst of addiction or in the throes of problems and they want to drag you down with them they want they want you to be a part of you know their circus or charade or whatever you want to call it it just it you know it feeds on you and 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 your bipolar just it's so hard I think when you're not taking care of yourself to say no, or to not be with those people, especially if it's always been, you know, for you, an enjoyment, or something you get entertainment from, or something that you may benefit from, but, uh, you know, I, that, removing myself from, you know, those kind of people have, has, uh, has also helped me, has helped me greatly in this recovery process I'm I'm undergoing. You know, to those who hung around in my life, thank you. Thank you so very much. These are the important people in my life. And they are my loved ones. You know, former friends of mine, they did not understand mental illness. Most people more people than not don't understand mental illness. And the only ones who understood my addiction, you know, for me, were other addicts. I mean, I didn't... I, I had no friends who were recovering addicts. People I hung around with for, uh, you know, a period of time. I mean, I went to AA and NA, and I did go to rehab twice and I'd met some people but that were those may, people that may have helped me if I would have spent more time with them. But... Um, I didn't, I mean, I was I was a loner, and, you know, I had a few friends, and, you know, one girlfriend after another, and, you know, but no, no one that, that really understood uh, my mental illness, or my addiction, who could have helped me, you know, uh, last year, I deactivated my Facebook account, because I wanted to make sure I wasn't around the wrong kind of people, and to compare and and the comparisons on uh people make on Facebook and 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 uh, she did this and or he did that and oh my gosh I did this or it's just it's wearing and it's 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 depressing i i just i couldn't do that anymore and uh i'm happy i do not miss Facebook at all i'm on Instagram but i limit my time on their uh Five ten minutes every day, you know, no more. Uh, so I mean, I wouldn't be here, being successful in my recovery and riding, and podcasting now, if it was if it wasn't for my partner, my girlfriend, she is a sweetheart, Autumn, and my daughters and my parents. I did talk a little bit earlier about Birth of a New Brain by Diane Harwood. Uh, again, highly recommend this book to anyone with bipolar disorder or caregivers or loved ones. Uh, it's quite a story and she has a lot of uh, positive uh, messages that she, that she writes about. Um, Harwood, she writes about her experiences and healing from postpartum bipolar disorder. But what she's learned can be applied to anyone who has bipolar or their loved ones. She writes of the effect her illness had on her husband, two daughters, and family. Harwood's father was also bipolar, and she learned about herself from his life. I, you know, you, reading the book, you really get inside an intelligent and thoughtful mind Of someone with bipolar disorder who is also sounds like a great mother and a a wonderful wife and and a and a great great daughter. Harwood learned how important it is to practice self-care from trying different meds and tapering off ones that weren't effective. She used to walk. She talks about in the book, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm thinking, she's, I believe, bleh, I believe she still does walk in the redwood forest, and she uses her elliptical for exercise. She writes, she abstains from alcohol, she plays her guitar and she sings, and she is honest with her husband and her psychiatrist, and that is so huge. You know, being honest with the person closest to you, you tell them the truth about everything, they know everything everything going on in your life in your head and they understand a lot better than if you were lying or not telling half truths or you know and and being um and being completely honest with your psychiatrist for those with bipolar also huge i mean for years i was never honest with my psychiatrist you know i wanted to get Uh, Like Adderall or Ritalin or Xanax or Clonopin, whatever drugs I was addicted to, which was most of them all the time. And I rarely, if I know, I don't think I ever would tell them about my alcohol use or my drug use. It was just, you know, what I could get. And I was also, I would go there just trying to prevent any, any, uh, calls to, to, to go back to the psych ward. I just wanted to be, in my little life, doing what I wanted to do, and, you know, it just, it didn't work, um, in this recovery of mine, I have been honest with my psychiatrist, every time I see him, he's available by phone, anytime, uh, text, uh, if I need to see him more, he, will fit me into another appointment if things are going well for a while he will you know extend the amount of time between appointments I tell him everything and he's also my psychiatrist is also trying to help me secure a part-time job that will be good for me and for my illness and hopefully other people it's a peer support specialist job helping people with uh, mental illness and addiction and and their families. Uh, Diane Harwood in Birth of a New Brain said, the more we practice self-care when life is relatively calm, the better equipped we'll be in facing difficulties or crises when they occur. You know, and she should have written that in gold because absolutely positively Harwood's book and her authentic self are aiding me in my journey as, 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 as is uh, Clown and I by Ryan Heffernan but Harwood she, Harwood has renewed my confidence to continue writing about my struggles and healing and my website I've been working on my blog a lot more than I would have thanks to her and now doing the podcast, and uh, Diane Harwood, if you're out there listening, thank you so much, I appreciate everything you've done for me, and uh, I look forward to our continued friendship, thanks everyone for listening, I hope you're all having a good day, I will be back in a little bit for another episode, have a good day.